Yes, it's episode 73 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. Uh, how are you doing? I'm back in the car. It's late on a Sunday because I have been watching football all day and losing money all day. World Cup betting is dumb. Don't do it, people. I've I've got a spreadsheet that gives me a full sense of security of how much I um, how much I will put on and when I need to slow it down. Um, so I haven't gone past. I set aside an amount I was going to spend on the World Cup. Here's what I said: spend, not bet. I don't think I want to win anything back. Um, I said I'm going to bet a hundred pounds over the World Cup. Okay. I think I'm already at like 78. <laughs> we haven't finished the first round. I've got 16 pounds locked into two accumulators. Who's going to qualify from the groups? Um, so one's accumulators. I had Spain to win their group, Brazil to win their group, and Germany to win their group. And then Spain sacked their manager. So I was like, no, let's change this accumulator. So that so that accumulator is there. So that could still come in. Who knows? Um, but my other accumulator to remedy that was have, uh, have Brazil and Germany to qualify, not necessarily win the group, and Portugal to qualify instead. Because um, that would give me better odds than Spain qualifying. And so we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'll, I'll win like £200 if those if both those come in. If just the shitter one comes in, then like 80 quid, which is fine. I'll take that. But um, yeah, World Cup betting. Uh, I got suckered into opening an account with Paddy Power because they said you put one pound, you'll get twenty-five pound back on free bets if you put one pound on Brazil winning. So I did that. Then <laughs> they didn't win. So it's okay though. It's okay. I'm nowhere near, you know, having to sell the car, sell my clothes. You know, start kidnapping organs of people and start selling that. I don't, I don't need to do that. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's, it's not out of control. But what the problem is, I have friends who are absolutely wild with their gambling. And they're no, they are not people for me to be benchmarking my gambling against. Okay, so I'm not going to look at them and make my, try to make myself feel better. Okay, these guys, if it was drugs, these guys are full smackhead, junkie. Don't speak to their fat. No, they're not that bad. <laughs> not bad. Not that bad, you know. But they are they they are bad though. They are bad. But that's World Cup game. But the World Cup's here. World Cup fever. Who's got it? England playing tomorrow. Feel about that England. Um. So yeah, it's been um. Looking forward to that actually. Looking forward to that. A lot of people don't support England, do they? Like a lot of um. Especially people like ethnic minorities, it's almost—it's actually cool to not support England. Um, I used to support England um, when I was a kid. Um, the first international tournament I remember was Euro '96. I'm gonna get to a semi-final. I supported England fully. Then as a kid, um, Jamaica, yeah, Jamaica won in the Euros. Not that I knew that was impossible. I just knew they weren't there. So I was like, all right, well, I support England then. But I always felt like my family and stuff supported Brazil. So then it was the 96, 98 World Cup. Then I felt conflicted. Do I support England or Brazil? Because like everyone in my family supported Brazil. And in most places last, so many black people support Brazil. And stuff, especially Caribbeans. They don't support Brazil. Because their like their island isn't in the World Cup. But why and ask my why? Why support why do you support Brazil? 
and say, hey, it's Sporting England. Fans are racist. Nah, not this racist country. I was like, so you're supporting Brazil? Brazil! The country that has the most Africans living in their population other than Nigeria in the world. And they are the ones who have such horrific racism within Brazil. Horrific racism in Brazil. But no, we're going to support them. Why? Why? Because, because England are racist. Nothing to do with Brazil just being the best team in the world. Yeah, nothing to do with that. I have to, people just own your bullshit, right? Just don't try to politicise your, your points or your behaviour. When you know your behaviour is just because it's just preference. Just be honest. That's what you have to say. It's like, I support Brazil. Why? Because they're the best in the world. I've got a mate who supports Man United. He's from South London. I asked him why he support Man United. And he goes, because I'm a glory hunter. I was six years old and they were winning everything. What else was I meant to do? You want to support Crystal Palace? And I was like, yeah, yeah, do you know what? That's a... Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that, man. But um, are we looking forward to this World Cup ending? Or just me winning money? That's all. That's all I want. I just want to win some bloody money from this betting. Like, my bets have just got considerably smaller each time. Like, the stake gets smaller, but the odds get more wild. <laughs> ah, dear. But no, I won't be staying in the gambling for, for too long. But, yeah, England playing tomorrow. That'll be good. So, we're talking about uh, Brazilians. Watch, um, I was at a gig on Friday in Tottenham. Shout out uh, Sheba Montserrat. Having me on, on the gig. Uh, I think it's see Rudy Liquid. He was he was uh, closing the show and I opened the show. And I had to shoot off down to the roast battle as well. Um, down in Angel. But yeah, they had some capoeira dancers. Uh, fighters, sorry. Fighters. Dancer. Capoeira, if you don't know, it's a Afro-Brazilian um, fighting style that was brought to Brazil by enslaved Africans and it looks like dancing because they had to disguise their martial arts as dancing so you know the the overseers and the, the enslavers wouldn't punish them for that they'll be scared that they'll learn to fight and think shit shit these guys already got an advantage it's like no don't, they're alright mate like they're they're chained and they're, they're pretty Kind of destroyed their humanity then. Yeah, but if they learn how to fight, oh shit. Can't have them fighting. Oh, they're dancing now, that's alright. What, well, they're doing a spin kick with their dance? Well, that's no problem. I'm not sure how many people have actually, you know, I've never actually seen a capoeira fight though. I've seen like this the organised dance, but I've never seen anyone use capoeira in an actual scrap. And, I mean, if people don't know what capoeira is, and they see you get your ass kicked by someone doing capoeira. That's gonna be awkward for you. Like, mate, you got you got your ass kicked by a dude dancing. It's like he wasn't dancing. That's was capoeira. Mm, not sure, bruv. Not sure. Pretty sure there's someone beatboxing in the corner as well. No, nope. Not having that. I mean, if I get beaten up, I want someone to beat me up with a recognised martial art or a weapon. But if I just have some guy just, you know, dancing, spinning on his hands, kicks my legs away, then just spin on his hands and just kicks me in the face, and I'm just there, out. There's like face, like family guy style, palms facing the sky. Oh, jeez. 
That'd be hard to live down, man. Hard to live down. But, aye. It was interesting to see, though, live. This guy's, like, walking on his hands and shit. It was just un unreal. But um, I, that's not something I aspire to, to walk on my hands. I mean, my, my feet do the job pretty well. Um, I mean, it's nice. And if I could do it, I probably would do it quite a lot, like, at parties when I was drunk. I'd just be like, hey, let's do handstands. Let's walk on our hands. So, not again, Darren. Where is one actually? That reminds me, I was in Malaysia last year, the no, year before, and um, <laughs> we was dancing in this nightclub, and you know, I had a good time. I was a bit drunk, so I was dancing the most. Uh, and then one of the guys with, he just started doing the handstand. Now we understand this guy doing the handstand is cool, but in a crowded nightclub on the dance floor, not cool. Also not cool when you're six foot four. He fully clarted this girl right in the chin. But things like, it was as he went into the handstand, fully kicked her with the hard heel of his shoe in the chin. She she fell back. Everyone in the crowd was like, <gasps> gasping. Meanwhile, he was just still walking on his hands. He did, he had no idea what had happened. And then like, he came back down on his feet thinking, yeah, guys, you impressed? And everyone's just looking at him. It's like, no, bro. No, bro. Look behind you. There's a girl there missing teeth. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so that's that's more of the story, people. You're going to walk on your hands. Walk on your hands responsibly. Responsibly. Um, shit, what else has happened this week? I've just been so preoccupied with this World Cup. Um, so I guess it only started Thursday. And what else happened um, in the week? I can't remember what I did this week. Well, um, I've been to the gym a lot, which is good. Like, my local gym is closed. Well, shut down. It had some flood damage. So it's been shut. It's shut for a month. means I've got a month's free membership. And it's like that triggered the tight bastard in me because I've started going to the gym a lot more. Now I know this month is free. <laughs> it's weird. I pay, I pay each month. I never go. Then the moment they say it's free, it's like, well, I'll, I'll go then. You've sucked me into the offer. So, yeah, I've had to be driving uh, only six minutes. But since then, I've, I've gone about six or seven times in the past two weeks. That may not be a lot to some of you people, but considering I hadn't been for two months before that, and probably another two months before that, it's pretty good. I've got to get Beach Body ready. Beach Body ready for Costa Rica. At the end of July. Going Costa Rica. I know nothing about that country. It is going to be beautiful. I am going to be so Western. I don't want to even be served by locals. I'm going to be patronising to locals. Just sauntering around my hotel like I own the place. You know, just throwing towels on people who are in uniforms. Just shooing people away clicking my fingers oh i will be a delight i will be so delightful as a guest just like oi mate boy give me a drink cheers oi wench <laughs> uh change my towels but but sir you just used the towel just to dab your your, your brow sorry what 
did I pay this money for you to be telling me how to use a towel? Get me a towel, please. Otherwise, I'll speak to your manager. Get you sacked from your job. Yeah? How do you feel? Now you're not earning $1 a day. Get out. That, that, it's it's going to be great. It's just going to be great. Just going to be no culture. I don't want, I don't want any culture. As soon as, if I walk to the hotel and they say, welcome to Costa Rica. This is the special part of Costa Rica. Because, no, mate, oi, oi, mate, 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 mate. Give me my room key. I need to get pissed. Costa Rica. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be good, man. Um, yeah. So, mon- yeah, Monday I didn't. Tuesday, did I gig on Tuesday? Oh, shit, that's, yeah. Yeah, I gig Tuesday. Um, at Junior Booker's show. Just chatted shit for 18 minutes. And then on the Thursday, I chatted shit for 24 minutes. Uh, yeah, see, the guy who did the gig on Thursday, he's like, mate, just do as long as you want. And I was like, okay. Um, I saw he immediately regretted saying that when I grabbed a stool and sat down and just put the microphone. I didn't even take the microphone out of the stand. I looked like I was doing like a Radio 1 live lounge. Just need to pull out a guitar and just start doing covers. There's like funky covers of other songs. Yeah, but um, other people's songs. I say other people's songs. I don't have any songs myself, so. It was hilarious. I, I wasn't, well, it's hilarious for me. <laughs> I wasn't even funny. That was that was the funny part of it. I was just there talking for 24 minutes about my private behaviour, my my habits. Um, When I'm on my own. Doing certain things. And yeah. Some people are absolutely mortified. Um, and, you can, and I just said to him, look, because it's maybe a heckless night, so the crowd meant to shout out things to you, but they didn't. So I just told them, look, if you don't start shouting things at me, uh, I'm just going to carry on talking, and I'm just going to turn this into an awkward hostage situation. You're too British to just get up and leave, so I'm going to talk at you. Um, I hope you're going to miss your trains. And, <laughs> and they laughed and they go, yeah, and they just sat there. I was like, all right, I'm carrying on talking then. I don't feel I understand. I do this every week on a podcast with no one in front of me. I will do this in front of you guys. I don't mind. But, um, yeah, what what else has happened this week? Eid. Eid. Happy Eid, Eid Mubarak. It's, does Eid Mubarak actually mean happy Eid? I actually don't know what Eid Mubarak. I know Eid is the festival. I don't know what Mubarak means. I know people have that as a name in Islamic uh, countries, is Zarat, Arabic speaking countries. But um, yeah, happy Eid. And do I, something dawned on me uh, yesterday when I had to pop into a chicken cottage um, to pick up some some wings. And obviously I saw lots of people in there who I would assume were Muslim. And I thought, wait, wait a minute. Obviously, they're coming here because it's a halal establishment. Cool. But that also means the people who work here are also likely to be uh, Muslim. And I thought, fuck. Imagine doing Ramadan and having to work in a flipping chicken shop all day. I mean, it's one thing fasting, all right? When you're just, you know, in the wilderness and there is no food. Okay. Because I guess that's when, you know, fasting came about. When you're walking across deserts. Like, shit, it's hot. 
it's hot, but, and I wish I had some food, but, you know, I'm, I'm fasting for God, and luckily there's no real temptation here, cool, when you are there, having to actually rustle up food all day, then just have it there, in that bloody, fucking, what's it, that, that window, that the glass box where it just heats the food, keeps food hot. You can just see the chicken glistening. After like about day four, that chicken must be talking to you. Next time I'm going there, I'm going to ask. I'm actually going to ask uh, someone who works in one of those shops. But how do I, how do I bring that up? Because I don't want to sound... Because I imagine if you're Muslim in this day and age, you're going to be quite nervous when someone goes, are you Muslim? Then I'm like, oh shit, is this what's going to happen? Is this guy going to kick off because I'm Muslim? So I've got, I find a way of walking to a chicken shop, not asking for any food, and then asking if the guy behind the counter is Muslim. But yeah, I'm actually so mad. Lunar months, 28 days working in the chicken shop. Having to put, ah, giving food away. I wonder who's worse if they're giving food away to people who they clearly just don't think are Muslim. Or someone who they'd look at and maybe assume they're Muslim. Like, you know that some people, like, their mum's Egyptian. And their dad's English. So, they, you know, they, they look kind of, you know. You know what I mean. I'm not, no, I'm not racist, but you know what I mean. Come on, mate. Don't act like you don't know what I mean. Not, I'm best mates with Ahmed. I'm not racist. It's, mate, calm down. Calm down. They just look like they're from the Middle East. Okay, fine. But, um, you know, serving someone like that. They ask, yeah, what's your name? He's like, Abdul. He's like, oh, so you, you're, not, you're not fasting, Abdul? And he's like, nah. Nah. Not my thing. Quite, a, I'm a lapsed Muslim. I don't care. Okay. So, you're going to order some chicken now? Yeah, mate. Um, I'd like to have three wings and two pieces of chicken, bro. You're going to take away? No, I'm going to sit here and eat it in front of you. Like, jeez. Must be hard, man. But shout out. Shout out to everybody fast. Um, I'm not built like that. Um, I'm not religious. So, I don't think I'd ever put myself through that. But, yeah. It's funny when some Christians talk about, you know, fasting. It's like, oh, don't know how they do that. It's like, uh, Christians are meant to fast too, according to the Bible. I think every religion has some kind of abstinence related to food. So, yeah, man. Shout out to anyone who fasts. That self-control there. I don't have that self-control. Not at all. I, I eat when I'm not even hungry. And stuff, but I've been trying to uh, cut down on snacking. Obviously, going to the gym, it's never going to the gym if you're just eating nonsense. And um, what I've done now is I've actually bought snacks that I don't like to just sit in my drawer at work. And that's the trick. Now, if I have a chocolate bar, like a family sized chocolate bar, I could eat that. I could open it at 10 and it'll be gone by like 12.30. Whole bar gone. However, now I've just got a bag of unsalted nuts and raisins. I'll tell you what, I pour a handful of nuts and raisins. I eat half and go, I want this shit out of my mouth. 
but I'm no longer hungry or want a snack. So I'm trying to condition my brain into almost being punished by snacking. So I don't want a snack. And it's helped. It's helped a lot. It's helped a bloody lot. Um, how long have I been talking for? Because I haven't spoken about anything that's happened in the news. Like, uh, well, I guess Trump met Kim Jong-un, isn't it? That's shit. That was big news. And I completely, I've just completely gone over that because I'm just so self-centered and just think about what I've been doing in my life. Like, I've never thought about two world leaders meeting up and stuff. I, I mean, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I guess that's why I haven't really thought about it. It's just like, I don't know, people are just upset. Like, people like who they like. And because some people don't like Donald Trump, then him meeting Kim Jong-un is, they go, whoa, he's dumb. He's going to mess it up. He's really going to anger North Korea. And they haven't actually got any real details in the agreement that they signed. And, nah, nah, nah. and then, like, it's people who, like, love Donald Trump. It's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. He's a revolutionary. You need to know about peace price. He's like, uh, I swear Barack Obama said that he wanted to meet Kim Jong-un. And then he just got told that, oh, you want to negotiate with terrorists? You want to negotiate with dictators, eh? But I guess he did go at peace prize, though, Obama. Although he did. He was pretty fond of an airstrike. So. <laughs> I don't really know the criteria. So um, I guess that happened in the news. What else happened in the news? I feel like there was a really big event that happened. No, Beyonce and Jay-Z's pictures. No. No, not talking about that. What else? I don't, I don't know. There'll be anything else in the world. Just the World Cup. The World Cup has just taken over all my attention. And just me having to deal with just losing money. But I'm not hemorrhaging cash. It's all under control. I've just only got £17 left to uh, bet with. Uh, and I need to win. Right. Let's get to Dear Deirdre. Because there was loads when I glanced it um, the other day. So let's just get into it, right? Right. Dear Deirdre, I had a threesome with my girlfriend and another man on holiday. I wish I never agreed to it. Oh, dear. Cock. Kinnell. Last month, my girlfriend and I got into a threesome with another guy. Now I cannot stop remembering the pleasure he got from her and how much she appeared to like it, too. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what happened in the threesome. I'm 24 and my girlfriend is 22. We went on holiday to Benidorm and met a local guy around my age in one of the clubs. He's a builder like me, so we had lots in common and chatted all night. Man, I don't know how this fucking happened. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how this happened. At closing time, we walked to the beach and I laid down all ver- um, and laid down all very drunk. I started to kiss my girlfriend. The guy walked off, but I called him back and suggested he come and join in. Well, mate, fuck you. What's your issue? You suggested this. Now, most people, when this shit like this happens, and people talk about it in a hypothetical situation, people try to joke, like, how much would someone have to pay for someone else to smash your girlfriend? You know, like you have ownership over her and stuff. Because like, you do, right? No, I'm joking, you don't. But to the guy's going, he says, oh, this is awkward, so... Nice meeting you guys. Spend all night with you drinking. But I'm going to go home now. But no. Not you, mate. You go, yeah, come join in. 
join in. My girlfriend was reluctant at first, but she warmed up after a bit. He kissed her and she kept asking if I was okay with it. So she was just like, I mean, he's fit. So are you sure I'm okay to have sex with Javier? It's like Gary's just like, yeah, go, it's a laugh, innit? Go on. Um, he kissed her and she kept asking, it's okay. I found it a huge turn on. We started to have sex and she was pleasuring him. So you mean with the mouth? Oh, jeez, you're there. I mean, different things turn different people on. But you're watching Javier put his dong in your girlfriend's mouth. And you're, if you're turned on by that, then fair enough, that's you. So, all right. We started to have sex. She was pleasuring him. I turned away to brush sand off me. And when I spun around, he was having sex with her. What? So, what? Oh, sorry. Was that rude? Was that rude of him? <laughs> what do you think was going to happen? I don't get it. You, the way the way there's written is like you it's like oh we was all friends in the bar and I thought we was all cool together and then I went to the toilet when I come back he was bagging my girlfriend he's like yeah poor poor you Gary I feel bad for you mate but no you invited him in and he's like no yeah yeah no you can yeah she can pleasure you what let me just get this sand off what you're having sex you're out of order I mean yeah I brought you a plate of food and I gave you cutlery I didn't think you'd eat the food. So what is wrong with you? He was very well endowed, knew it. And he made me feel a bit inadequate. Oh dear, he was just there stretching your girlfriend out. She's probably making all heap of noises you've never heard before. Oh, you're touching me where no one's ever reached before. Oh, oh. Gary's there is like, what is happening? She's, her legs are probably all trembling and stuff. Whole heap of visuals happening. You're just there like trying to get involved. You touch her. She just slaps your hand off. Abier! <laughs> Abier! Oh! She even complained. Oh, no. He he was very well endowed and made me feel a bit nervous. She even complained he was too big at one point and stopped. Uh, I don't want to you know. She's probably telling the truth. Like, no, that's actually too big and I don't like it. But because of your flipping porn educated mind, hearing a woman go, ow, it's too big. You're like, oh, my God, she's loving it. <laughs> she's not. She's like, ow. This is your stupid idea. You did pretty much everything except I didn't have sex with him because I'm straight. Alright, mate. <laughs> You're straight, alright? Leave me alone. Um, mate, you said you pretty much did everything except I didn't have sex. Did you just kiss him? Did you give it out there? Was he too big for you, Gary? I don't know. Every few days I find myself thinking about this whole experience. I wouldn't say I'm jealous, but it is an image of her... But it is the image of her kissing him, touching his body so intimately, and the obvious pleasure that it will both give him, that I cannot wipe from my mind. I haven't mentioned to my girlfriend how I feel, and she, and she's not brought up.
reported out cases of where she sleeps in the lane of the guy who's been married her for Whoa! I say you talk to her and uh, but be prepared because if she really thought it was a bad idea she probably would have gone nah uh, let's not do this well, she's probably told all her girls in the whatsapp group oh my god uh, you know Gary he suggested that I have sex with this other girl oh I can't believe you did that oh wasn't it to pretend I didn't like it, I have to pretend it's creeping, but guess what, it was creeping, and I have to kiss her and wake her, and you're upset, wait, 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 Gary said I'm doing, what's that, yeah, Gary, up there, what's the girl, what's that, yeah, I'm just waiting for the job I have, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, what, oh, let's see, what else, what else is, Gary and Oz, oh, that was horrific, mate, a loser as I've never given my wife an orgasm in 15 years right first thing first has she given herself an orgasm in 15 years if she has not then do what shut up that's her issue nothing to do with you orgasms are your own responsibility learn that the other person doesn't give you an orgasm all right you have an orgasm with that person simple learn your own body Guys been giving themselves orgasms since they were like 12. You think the woman gave an orgasm? You think a woman made you come? No. You're a guy. You know how to make yourself come. She was just there this time. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have been... I've never been able to give my wife an orgasm and it's put me off making love altogether. Yeah, because that's the way to give an orgasm. Don't have sex for it at all. We've been together for 15 years. I am 40. She's 38. Uh, for years, our sex life has just been for the sake of my satisfaction. I see your heart in the right place, but your penis is not. <sighs> she doesn't get anything out of it, which makes me feel bad. Jeez. I've talked to my wife about it for years and asked her what I can do. She doesn't like to talk about it. Here's the kicker, though. I've heard her talking to her best friend saying that she has orgasm when she dreams about other men. I'm devastated. And I feel like a loser. So what was that noise? Was that a car wheel spinning? Oh yeah, cool, fine. I thought it was a flipping bat. Anyway, yeah, here's the kicker though. Yeah, I've heard her talk to her best friend saying that she gets orgasms when she dreams about other men. I'm devastated. And I feel like such a loser. Um, Well, if she doesn't want to talk about it, then again, that's her issue, mate. You just keep banging away, you get your orgasms. Okay? That's all you have to do. Because, like... If she doesn't want to talk about it, then she don't want to fix it. So, you know, we, yeah, what are you going to do? Seriously, what, what are you going to do, though? Uh, what else is there? Oh, this is a mad one. Secret kid. Our husband... No, sorry. Secret kid. Our kids have found out about my husband's secret child he had before our relationship. How do I deal with this? What? What's their deal with? They have a brother or sister. Alright, that's it. It's before you 
you guys existed. Shut up. Our whole world has turned upside down since I found out my husband has secretly been in contact with his estranged son. Oh my god, I can't believe you. I, did, I just thought he was a different man. Okay, Neil. I just thought the man I married was a man who had children and did not talk to them. But now I know that you're in contact with your own child. I'm not sure I can be in this relationship anymore. Just like, what, what, what is the issue here? We are both 38, have been married for 12 years and have two young sons together. I had a baby daughter when we got together. His son from a previous relationship is 18. He hadn't seen him for 12 years because the boy's mother kept them apart. So what? Now he can see him. He's seeing him, right? Our boys are upset. They didn't know about our pasts or their half-brother. Nor did they need to. My husband is now lying about me. Trying to turn the kids against me and saying that I have cheated on him. But this is all behind my back. I'm so confused. What? I, what the hell? Have you cheated on him? Well, I, I had the baby daughter when we got together. So they've got two half-siblings. Why are we talking about the bloody daughter? Like, what's, what's that about? Listen, the guy's been kept apart from his son. He wants to reconnect with his son. Stop being a selfish dick. Tell your kids to shut up. I, just, I, I don't care. I don't get some of these people. Like, some of the issues people have in their life just aren't issues. I know it's not for me to say what other people's issues are, but come on. You've got siblings. Your parents are still together. Shut up. Not a gold digger. How can I convince my older fella that I'm not just with him for the money? I'm seeing an older guy I adore, but he seems to think I'm just after sex or money. Um, he, he is 43. I'm 26. We met on a train journey, chatted and swapped numbers and started messaging daily and got to know each other. Oh, what? So you didn't, you know, just look at him, not talk to him and then write a stupid text message to the Metro going, Hi, you were wearing a blue jacket. You were sat two seats away from me. You had your headphones in and you was reading the newspaper and you didn't look up for the whole journey, but I thought you was really attractive. Go for a drink? Blonde lady, green jacket. I had my headphones in as well and I kind of glanced at you in the reflection. So I, I don't get those ships. But um, we had our first date four months ago. He tried to keep his distance, but we fell for one another. And our sex life is really amazing too. We got on really well. But from our talks, I know we are at different stages in life. But it all feels so right. Should I be worried about the age gap? Or is he just making excuses? Well, I mean, he's 43 and you're 26. I think he wanted to bang a hot young girl. And you are that hot young woman, so just enjoy your amazing sex life. And if he doesn't want to be with you, and you want more, then you have to leave. But if you're willing to compromise and be slung down by a rich man, then do that. Then maybe he'll take your way to Benidorm and let you get banged by a Spanish builder. Relationship goals. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Right, I think that's the end of the podcast. Um, I've got a strategize how I'm going to win some money for this World Cup. I mean, Spain's second manager. Now, what are the odds have been Spain not winning their first game? Argentina not winning their first game. Germany not winning their first game. Brazil not winning their first game. There is someone out there who's put that bet on. 
And you, sir, or madam, I hate you. I hate your success. Real hate here. Alright, that is the end of the podcast. I've been talking for 36 minutes. Good. Let's keep it short. Get out of it. Oh, and um, yeah. I think, no, I think that's all I've got to say. Have I got to promote anything this week? No, I haven't. Um, no, I'm not doing anything this week that needs promoted. Don't think I'm gigging this week. Because going to Ascot two times to bet on horses. Gambling! <laughs> I'm not betting massively on horses. I think I'm going to do crappy little three pound bets and that is it 15 quid on horses because i just can't be losing more money i I can't take it i can't take the loss the heartache and pain um so yeah see you later i'll speak to you next week where i'll probably will have to send out the link and promote the bbc show radio show that i'll be on doing the competition all right all right get out of it bye